0: Well, hey, just for a few minutes here, uh, I want to share some thoughts, uh, the message tonight, maybe a little bit more of a devotional. I want to focus in on, you know, what we saw here tonight was a part of the discipleship journey. You know, in the Word of God, uh, we're not called to be religious people. Uh, We're not called to uh, uh, have uh, just a belief system. Uh, but we are called, you know, th- those things might be a part of it, you know, but, but the, the target, the root of where it's at, where it's all supposed to be at, is that we have a vital relationship with the Lord, that we are disciples of Jesus Christ. And uh, I, I want to just look, there's a, there's a verse where, you know, Jesus said, uh, follow me, just follow me. And that, that is the discipleship journey. It's, it's following after him. Um, you, you know, when Jesus invades our life, because, you, you know, it's nothing short of that. Our life is invaded and transformed and never the same when we meet him. Um, there's this process of, of working out our salvation. The Bible literally tells us you know it's a miracle that happens when we say say yes to the lord it's a miracle because the the bible uses this terminology it says we become born again literally says that we become a brand new creature a brand new creation in christ jesus and we're we're made right with god we're we're actually given the righteousness of God. Uh, in my small group, we're, we're in the book of Romans, and it, and it talks about uh, his righteousness being credited to us. The, the word uh, actually is imputed and, and means transferred. You know, that that when we say yes to Jesus as Lord and Savior of our lives, his righteousness literally transfers to us. And we, we aren't righteous on our own. We can't earn that righteousness. But he freely gives it to us when we just surrender and trust him as Lord by faith. And then this, there, in all of this, that is what makes one a genuine disciple of Jesus Christ. And, and so I want to talk, you know, genuine uh, means um, uh, apparent qualities or character uh, that, that are true, it means not counterfeit, it means real or authentic. So when we talk about being a genuine disciple, a genuine disciple isn't gonna be perfect, isn't gonna have it all figured out You know, on the front end, it's, it's, it's a growth journey, it's a, it's a learning journey uh, for us, and we're gonna keep growing and learning until we see him face to face, right? If we've stopped learning, or if we feel like there's nothing else to learn, the good news in that is that's not true. The bad news in that is we have to say, wait a minute, I've stopped learning and growing. I need to let God have a fresh you know, uh, place in my life so I can keep growing with him. Um, and, and 2 Corinthians six seventeen says, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. You know, so there's this word that's used in the, there's a couple of words that used in the Bible. One is sanctification. That's one of those Christianese words where you know we we maybe kind of sort of might know what it means. You know, we also use this word holy. Holy is the Lord. You know, but th- this this call to us come out from them and be separate. That's really speaking of God sanctifying us, and it, it's speaking of us walking in His holiness. You know, so holiness, again, isn't perfection, you, you know, uh, in, in our humanness, but holiness is I'm set apart from all... Just like they said in water baptism, have you renounced uh, sin, Satan, all the works of darkness, you know, everything that's in this fallen world system, have you said no to that stuff? That's, that's saying, yes, I'm being made holy, I'm being set apart from that, but holiness is always from and to... So we're set apart from all that's fallen in our world, right? And then we're set apart to him, to walk with him and to know him. And, you know, when we look in the Gospels, Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, Jesus said to them, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. How many know uh, where where I'm taking that from? That's a story where he's literally recruiting his disciples and and they're fishermen. And he's saying, you're not going to fish for fish anymore. You're going to go and help people come to know uh, salvation and hope in Christ. So a couple of truths uh, that that I think uh, it it would do us well uh, to either be reminded of here tonight or or maybe even here for the first time for some, you know, whether you're watching online, anybody who's a, a guest here tonight you know uh, so I'm speaking about genuine discipleship I want to talk about there's a there's a head part and there's a heart part and uh, you know um, I talked earlier about this this uh, outpouring that's happening in Asbury and for anybody who's unfamiliar there was a a Wednesday Chapel uh, where a bunch of students just gathered to worship God uh, college students and the chapel didn't end you know, and the administration went back and said, that they're still in there. What do you mean they're still in there? What are they doing? Well, they're on their face, and they're at the altar, and they're singing, and they're worshiping, and they're they're, they're repenting, and they're crying out, and they want more of God. And that's turned into a situation where people uh, from around our country have gone there to just be a, a part of of this special thing uh, that's happening. And, and Asbury University, they're, they're a Wesleyan uh, denomination. Uh, and, you, you know, that means, uh, that, that goes back to their founder was John Wesley, uh, back in, you know, uh, you know the the uh, first Great Awakening. You know, here in the states, so we're talking 1700s. You know that that time period, and his testimony of growing as a genuine disciple of, of Jesus Christ. He was preaching and he was doing the work of ministry, and he's coming over from England, and he's on a boat with a group of believers. This, this particular, uh, I guess, denomination, if we want to put it that way, they were the Moravians, you know, and, and John Wesley, he saw something different in them, you know, and, and he, he gives testimony after the fact that it was during that journey that he went from head knowledge to heart knowledge he went from believing jesus is real to inviting him into his heart and and he's the one you know we can really trace it back he would speak about there is a difference between mental assent and surrendering your life to christ See, I was raised in a religious denominational background. I believed Jesus was who he said he was, but I wasn't serving him, I wasn't following him. There was a mental assent in my head that, that he was all of that stuff. But it wasn't until I was 19 years old where I said, Jesus, I surrender to you. Move into my heart, forgive and wash away my sin. Be Lord and savior of my life. And, 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 and like I began, it was nothing short of uh, an, an invasion of my life and turned it upside down in all the right ways. I turned it, I should say, my upside down life got turned right side up. Amen? That's a better way to put it. Amen. Amen. So, but I, I don't want to diminish, you know, God calls us to love him with all of our heart and soul and mind and strength. So I don't want to diminish our our mind in the process. But l- let's just start and let's look at two thoughts. Let's talk about our mind uh, in being a genuine disciple and let, let's talk about our heart. So first of all, uh, genuine discipleship begins with a head level change where, you know, somewhere in our thinking we say, I know who Christ is and I make the decision to follow him. See, that's the key. You know, it's not being raised in the church, and thank God for us raising our kids you, you know, in, in the church and to understand from a young age who God is. But uh, just like my children, fast, pastor buddy told me uh, that he would tell the kids in kids ministry, going to church doesn't make you a Christian just like going to McDonald's doesn't make you a cheeseburger. I love that, making it just real clear for kids, right, you know? Uh, and, and for us adults, too, in the process, there, there's, there can be an acknowledging, but then it's that decision to say, and I want to follow you. Jesus said, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. And when Jesus said, follow me, this was an invitation to be in relationship, this wasn't an invitation to embrace a, uh, a system or, or a process of thinking or some kind of a model of, of doing life. It was, it was to say yes to him and relationship with him. So, uh, you, you know, there's, there's no uh, disclaimer or qualification on who can come to Jesus. For God so loved the world, the whole world. That he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And this is Jesus' intention uh, in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, again, just because this is so recent and it's happening now, you know, one of the beautiful characteristics that's being testified about this this sweet outpouring in Asbury is peace and rest. Isn't that that so interesting? In a world that's in such stinking turmoil, God shows up and and, and just says this, come and partake of me. You know, you'll find rest for your weary soul. There's so much weariness in our world. Uh, and, And only when we can, you know, embrace the magnitude of his love will we be secure in our role as one of his disciples. Do we grasp and understand the magnitude of his love for us? Oh man, I tell you, that the, the word is, is, is over and over again. The Lord is trying to get across to us how deep and wide, you, you know, the, the love of Christ is. You know, and in fact, that, that's the apostle Paul, that's one of his prayers, that we might know. And actually that word know in the Greek is like a, a deep, intimate understanding that we would know the love of Christ. Because that's the driver in this relationship where he says, come follow me come be a genuine disciple. Walk with me uh, in, in your in your journey through earth. And so what he does for us not only affects our eternity, but of course it, it, it's affecting our life now. You know, on this thought of his, him loving us so much, Romans 8, uh, starting with verse 31, it says, what shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm teaching myself happy here tonight. This is such good news. If God is for us, who could ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean uh, he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake we are killed every day. We're being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all of these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus who loved us. And I am convinced. Amen. Amen. Bless you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So, so it starts with our, our thinking. Why? Because in our brain, we, we got to make that choice to say, will I trust him? Will I surrender? Is, is he really the all in all that my tired, weary soul has been looking for? Is he really better than this stuff in the world that's trying to pull me this way and that way? And so how awesome that is love. It doesn't stop. It doesn't change. It doesn't vary. It's just his love, his love, and more of his love poured out. Amen. All right, so, so with that, uh, so a genuine disciple uh, that the process will begin with a head-level change. I know who Christ is, and I make the decision to follow him. Uh, I'm going to skip down through, just for the sake of time, uh, our wonderful uh, scripture people in the booth here. So I'm going to go down to uh, our, our genuine discipleship not only involves a head change, but now let's talk about a heart change. And that means that a, a genuine disciple is being changed By Christ. Our heart is changed. We're being changed by Christ because we're with Christ, right? It's, you know, religion isn't going to change us. He is the one who changes us. You know, being with him, walking with him, and that's why he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So our dedication to him, our surrender to him, means transformation. Now that starts from the inside out. When we make that decision by faith, right, we can't earn it, we can't uh, do good works to try to please him, all of us miss the mark, it makes it really clear in the wor- word of God, all of humanity, we all need this, the, the, the saving of our savior. But when we believe and surrender and confess him as Lord, he makes us brand new, now there's a transformation, we're made brand new on the inside. Our eternity is now set and secure with him. But then this discipleship journey is it works its way from the inside out, right? I mean, how many know you're not there yet, but how many would also say, but I'm a lot further down the road than I was last month, last year, five years ago, whatever it was. Come on, wave at me if that's you. You say, yep, yep, I'm still still growing. I'm still, but I'm not what I was. Thank you, Lord. Now, uh, 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, uh, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. Now, why would we fail the test? We'd only fail the test if we never invited him to move into our heart and be Lord and Savior of our lives. Amen. But again, what he's saying here is don't, don't rely on religion. Don't rely on just doing church stuff. Don't just rely on knowing all about it. I realize I'm starting to get into my message on Sunday because Sunday's message is building on the rock. I struggle when I have a Wednesday and a Sunday and they start to overlap themes because I get all excited and I want to preach them both right there on the spot. So, so when we say yes to him, we respond in our head. It, he moves in our heart and he transforms our heart. And then that's ultimately it's going to impact the way we live right we can 't help it, but impacting the way we live. just one of many examples acts four thirteen when they saw the courage of Peter and John, they realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, and they were astonished and they took note at these men uh, that they, that they had been with Jesus. What they noticed is these weren 't trained, you know polished speaking. Uh, knowledgeable Pharisees and Sadducees. They weren't part of the, you know, they, they were ordinary people, you know, but there was something extraordinary about them. And what was extraordinary is they had been with Jesus and, and that was noticeable to the world around them. The same thing is true for us as we walk with him. So, uh, you, you know, ultimately this this journey that we're on, uh, this, this transformation is for us to be restored back to God's original plan you know the plan is for us to know Him. That that's why we were created to to be in fellowship with Him, uh, and and I'll save this last one for a different message. But the the cool thing here, follow me, He says. That's a choice we make with our head, and then He says, and I will make you. That's a transformation that He does in our heart, fishers of men, and and I don't care what that looks like. Whether you're you're a preacher or A teacher in a school, or a business person, or an athlete, or a musician, or a nurse, or or whatever you you know, whatever role that you're in, we're all called to be fishers of men. We're all called to show the world that God so loved them that He sent His one and only Son, that Jesus died for us, and that He's alive, and that there is hope, there is healing, there is salvation in Him. And, And and what is that to pour out of? We follow him, and he makes us fishers of men. Can you say amen? Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome how much God will pack into one little verse there? That, that's all just in, in one little spot. So, so we'll get a little bit more into that maybe in a, in a future message on, 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 you know, how that can be worked out in our lives, fishers of men. But this is what we're celebrating here tonight for, for these uh, uh, wonderful folks that uh, stepped into these waters of baptism You know, it's beautiful, as Pastor Bob was sharing with us, the Lord told us, you know, it's basically a picture, it's a drama. The Lord gave us this drama of us identifying with Jesus into his death, burial, and resurrection, going under the water and coming out, you know, representing that newness of life that we have in him. And again, it is a mark of genuine discipleship because every individual that we heard from tonight said, I have chosen to say yes to Jesus as Lord and Savior of my life. Amen. Amen. So, hey, as we get ready just to close uh, our time here tonight, I just want to invite you, if you'd uh, close your eyes and bow your heads. And I just would love to give an opportunity, you know, Maybe there are some that are here tonight, and you've never made that decision. Maybe, again, you're watching online. I don't know why. I just feel like tonight. I don't know if maybe, you know, there's guests that are watching or people that have been invited that are checking it out online, but I just keep getting drawn to you. Uh, Maybe there's those that are are just listening, and, uh, you know, maybe you're like me, you know, coming up to my time when I was 19 years old where, all right, you believe Jesus is who he said he is, but, you know, you've not done anything with it yet you know maybe even there's some that would say hey i've kind of been in you know religion for a while but i don't know that i'm following him and i don't know that i can say there's a time where i've ever invited him to be lord and savior of my life to move in my into my heart and and wash away my sin and, and, and that's, that's what the Bible says happens when we confess him as Lord. Uh, so, so maybe you're here and you've never done that and you're saying, I'm ready. I want to do that tonight. Or maybe, maybe there's others where you're saying, you know what, I, I did that in the past. But as we're talking about being a genuine disciple, uh, I'm a little rusty here. You know, um, I've, I'm, I'm not really in that place of I'm following him day to day. And you know, if you're in either of those places tonight, I just, I want to lead out in a simple prayer for us that's a prayer of either rededication or a prayer that's acknowledging, Jesus, I want to make you Lord and Savior of my life. And so before I do that, again, I know I can't see you if you're doing this online. I'm going to pray this prayer, but uh, just in this room with heads bowed and eyes closed, if there is anybody here tonight that you're saying, you know what? tonight is the night I want to say yes and I want to respond to him uh, or you're rededicating your life then I, I just want to know who I'm leading this prayer out for and I just want you to just simply raise your hand just right there in your seat to just say this is me amen amen hallelujah awesome yeah Anybody else that's saying, Yeah, you know, I, I've been I've been distanced, or or maybe you're saying, Wow, I, I've been standing all around this, but I never never embraced him as Lord and Savior. And and, and if you're watching online or, or you're listening after the fact, you know, just just say it out loud or raise your hand right where you're at. This is me, Lord. This prayer is my prayer. And I just want to lead us in a, just a simple invitation. It's not it's not anything about the specific words, it's about the content that we're saying, Lord, I I am turning from my sin and I am saying yes to you as Lord and Savior. And, you know, it, it, just around the room, if, if you've already done this, maybe just an affirmation of the people who are rededicating or praying for the first time tonight, why don't you pray along with uh, as I lead out this prayer. So I'm just, just, just gonna lead us a simple prayer. Let, let's just pray this now. Dear Jesus, I do believe that you are the Son of God, and I believe you died on the cross, and you rose from the dead, for my sin and the sin of the whole world. And I acknowledge tonight that I need you as my Lord and Savior. And so I say that I confess sin, I turn away from sin, and I ask you to cleanse me, Jesus. Move into my heart. Be Lord and Savior of my life. I thank you for hearing me. I thank you for washing me clean. Thank you that my eternity is set with you. Amen. 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 Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Well, hey, if there is anybody tonight who you did that for the first time or you've rededicated your life and and maybe you're even feeling the Lord is saying, all right, like Hey, get get serious now. As as you leave here, we have some great opportunities uh, if if you will. I'm not sure if we can get up on the screen. I don't know if it's prepared or not. But uh, is it is it uh, help me out for our? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I think they're going to get in the booth. Our our text number. Uh, new or read, yes, to our text online number. Uh, It's going to come up on the screen. If for any reason we we don't get that before we dismiss here, graceandpeace.org. You can jump on there. We have all kinds of follow-up discipleship stuff. Uh, We have a a great devotional we can send. We can have a uh, a pastor follow-up with you if you like. And certainly, you don't have to wait to do all that. You can talk with one of us before you leave service tonight. But just for anybody who would say, uh, yeah, I think I want that follow-up material, mail it to me. Uh, We can and get a Bible in your hands, whatever you would need uh, to get going with the Lord. So I would say this was a pretty good night tonight. Can you say amen?